For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is Tailgate Ted. I'm Ari Mara from PFF. Hey guys, it's Brittany Wagner from Last Chance U. This is uh, Ken Harvey. I'm NFL Jeff Crossfit. Kwame Lewis. I'm Renee Washington. Kendall Fuller. <laughs> and I'm Fred <laughs> This is Logan Thomas. I'm Jonathan Allen. I'm London Fletcher, the captain. I'm Julie Donaldson, and you are watching. And you're watching? And you are watching. Rapid District. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to After the Whistle here on Ref the District. I'm Nathan, that's Trev, and that's Stoner. And we've got quite the special guest for you today. Really excited. This has been a long time coming. We've had executives, we've had celebrities on this channel, and their schedule was not as packed as <laughs> this person that we're having on here. She's got like four jobs, okay? Mm -hmm. Like it's, it is not easy. She is a mom of three. She's a doctorate student. She's an executive director. And you might also know her because she happens to be the wife of the Washington Commander's left tackle. Let's welcome to Ref the District, Jen Leno. Thank you for joining us tonight here on Ref the District. Working with my schedule. <laughs> we appreciate I mean, it. All these, all these, like I said, these are all like their own individual job, right? Being a mom of three, the doctorate's degree that you're you're pursuing, being an executive director, that most of us just struggle to wake up in the morning and, and do one thing. You're doing all of these things. What's it like? What's a day in the life like for Jen Leno? Oh, well, like I said, like you guys said, um, I have three kids. So we have a two-year-old, a one-year-old, and a three-month-old. So life's a little wild. Um, luckily, my two toddlers, they go to like a little pre-preschool. Um, so usually, you know, we're up by a normal day, 6, 6.15. I got lucky this week. Uh, everyone slept into almost 8 on Monday after I breakfast. Um, so I was like, hey, we need more of those because I'm all about that. But um, we're usually up by 6, 6, 15, um, getting the kids ready to get off to school. I always come downstairs, pack their little backpacks, get Charles his. I feel like he's one of my kids as well. Like, <laughs> really really mom of four. Yes, I'm like, really, and I have two dogs. So I'm like, I got, got a full household. I like, got all of their backpacks out for everyone and their vitamins and their juice. And I'm like, here you all go, you know. Um, so I just add him to the mix. Um, and then I usually get my two older ones off to school. I have a, I do have a nanny that comes and helps me in the mornings with the baby. And I usually get out of the house, get a workout in, because I'm one of those people I really would prefer to work out at like, you know, like 5 a.m., but... God forbid Charles had to wake up with the baby if she woke up before his alarm went off. So I push it back for him. Um, and I usually try to get a workout in. And then I come home and I try to get all of my meetings done before noon. Um, and that's when my nanny leaves. So I do all of my work-related stuff up until noon. And then after that, it's 
schoolwork or getting the house back together and doing laundry until I go and get my other little two. Um, and then usually get them, start dinner, put that up, and then schoolwork at night. So, it's and then whew. recycle. Recycle. Re I'm tired just listening to that. I, no I, was about to say, I, mean, I think that was a full day of just getting right the now. kids out the door, and then and then she just kept going, and then she's just, you know. <laughs> so un unbelievable and, and unbelievable that you made time for us three yahoos here. Uh, we do appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So thank you very much for joining us. We're, we're going to get into a little. I said yeah. <laughs> for a while now to get this going. So I appreciate you guys. Uh, no, of it's all good. We, we appreciate you again, making the time because that day is busy. You should be with a glass of wine right now. I'm uh, peeping some wine behind you. I'm there peeping. Go. Oh, there we go. Behind yeah. it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be. This for sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll join you afterwards here. We're going to do lightning round real quick. We're going to start this up uh, with just a quick lightning round. Some these are really just nonsensical. So try to get fun, get you loosed up, you loosened up a little bit, right? Uh, guys don't need to respond to these. Uh, right, hot fine. dogs or hamburgers? Hot dogs. Steak or chicken? Uh, oh, that's a hard one. I'll say chicken. Ketchup or mustard? Ketchup. Hot or cold? Hot. Bears or commanders? Oh, commanders! Why you got to do that to me? All right, I just, oh, I just wanted to see. I wanted to see. Okay, you know, we, you happen to be. We know that you're, you're from the Chicago area Bears fan. So I had to see if I could trip you up. Oh, uh, you can't fool them up. I know, right? So, but uh, no, that that was, that was just a little fun. I wanted to see if I, you know, get you. Get you thinking quick and get a, see if I couldn't trip you up and get that Bears <laughs> answer. No. I'm going to piggyback off of that since you mentioned the Bears, Nathan. So this is about you, Jen. You're obviously more than just a wife of NFL player, but I want to touch on that. So you said your kids are the oldest, what, two years old? Then you have a one-year-old and a baby. Uh, this is Charles' second or third year with Washington coming from Chicago. What's it like transitioning from a city mm -hmm. to city? Like – were you, I know he's a free agent, so the teams that were interested, were you like looking at houses in these different teams' area? Were you already looking at houses here? Or was it just like, I'm going to sign here. As soon as he signed, we got to look for a house. Like, how does, how does that happen? How does it work? So we have a really kind of unique story because I'm from Chicago where he was drafted. So we spent seven years there, had all of our family there. We lived there year round. Like, that was our home. Mm -hmm. um, and Charles got a blindside release. So we did not see it mm -hmm. come in. We talked to uh, his offensive line coach, I want to say, at like 10 p.m. the night before. Um, we found out we were getting released to get the new uh, draft picks, phone numbers, to meet up with them. So then we found mm -hmm. out at 9 a.m. the next day that we were getting released. So wow. it, was, it was wild. Um, and I think so clearly we get released. Both of us are like, what? Like, I think we both believe Charles was going to retire there. Like, that's what we Oh, wow. Thought. And um, – so we get the call release. And I, like I said, at first it was like a, a shock, like what? Then it was like anger took over. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? I'm like, he is. And most people know I'm like the man barely ever misses a snap. Knock on wood. He mm -hmm. hasn't missed a game since he started playing, you know? So I'm mm -hmm. like, this is crazy. I'm like, this is how you're getting repaid. But, um, and then it was like excitement. Cause I'm like, we've never been in this situation. Like we've never had teams like calling us and like wanting us to go there. And so we had multiple teams contact him, um, but they wanted him to play right tackle. And at this point in his career is like, I've played so long at left tackle. He's like, I'm not willing to sabotage my career to go play right tackle if I don't have to. 
And so Charles has always had a handful of coaches he wanted to play for. And I'm like, of course, like either Pittsburgh or wherever Rivera was, like those were two coaches he, he mm. liked. And nice. so um, we got the call from Washington uh, about what, a, less than a week before I was due with our second child. Right. And, uh, they said, we're going to fly him out on Monday. I was getting induced on Thursday. Oh. <laughs> hey. But me being from Chicago and Coach Rivera being, you know, played in Chicago, Coach Chicago. Yes. I was like, I was a big Rivera fan. So I was like, you got to go. Like, you know, I'm like, he wants to always said that was one of the coaches he went to play for. But, you know, me, my Chicago connection, I'm like, that's it. I'm like, I think that's the one. So he went. Um, and I'm like calling his agent all day. I'm like, have you heard from him? I haven't heard from him all day. Like, <laughs> let's go. Nope. And I'm like, he's supposed to be on a flight home right now. He's definitely not. I'm like tracking his location. I'm like, he's still at the facility. Like, what is going on? He's like, well, like they like him. Like, okay. So he calls me just like, um, they want me to stay the night. How are you feeling? I literally was contracting. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, I'm good. I was like, well, if you come home, are they not going to phone you? And he's like, you're contracting. I'm going to come home. So he ended up, he flew in like a, like an economy, like middle seat to get home. Like oh, wow. he had like a layover in Atlanta, got back to Chicago and by the next morning they had already made an offer. So we accepted wow. the offer before we went to the hospital um, to have the baby. So like I knew beforehand that we were going to be at that time football teamers. So, mm-hmm. um, and I left it up to him. Wrong decision. of where <laughs> to live. Uh, so um he chose to live and beautiful like it was wonderful if we would have been like five years younger with no kids we lived in the tyson's area on the 31st floor with two children and two dogs oh yeah the dogs a choice to live in a sky rise i was like this is not a Here I am. I'm like pushing a stroller with a baby strapped to me, holding two leashes, trying to take out the dogs all the time. Because guess who's gone all day and mm-hmm. like half the night? Um, yeah, that was uh, our journey to get here. Um, but luckily, once once we uh, signed the new contract, I said I am picking where we're living now. So mm-hmm. we're purchasing a house, we're five, maybe ten minutes away from the facility, so it doesn't have yes. a half hour drive anymore. I'm like. Yeah. What were you thinking? Like, <laughs> so was that process hard? Or was it long? Or was it like, did it just, like, um, when did you start looking for a house? Um, so we signed in January, I think mid-February. We like got home because we also just purchased a home in Texas. Yeah, last I remember August. Those, those tweets. Yeah. yeah, so we ended up, we sold our Illinois home, um, bought our dream home in Texas, literally got settled in there, and then basically had to move to Virginia. So super fast. Um, our purchase of our Virginia home, like all of my friends who have come and saw, saw pictures of it or seen the inside of our house, they're like, you basically just bought the same house you were living in in Illinois. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, right? Like it is like, we're like, Charles and I are like the most like chilled down to earth, like very mm-hmm. like, like traditional. So I'm like the house is in the neighborhood. Like it's just very, it looks just like our house that we had in Illinois. So um, nice. we actually never came and even saw it before we purchased it. <laughs> I oh, like yeah. saw it on Zillow. I called the realtor. I was like, can you Zillow. post videos of this for me, please? Mm-hmm. I think this is a house I want. And in one of the videos, I heard a family saying, they're like, well, we'd like to make an offer. And I was like, you need to make the offer right now. That's the house. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, marketing this area is cutthroat, so that's fair to jump in there and get it. The same thing. I'm like, we actually we purchased our house in Texas without seeing it in person too. So, I'm yeah. like, we did it. I'm like, you want to know what we did it once? Let's just do it again. You got so, great taste, Jen. You got great taste. You have to see anything. You just that one. It worked out. I was like, I know what I want. I was like, I just needed a nice kitchen. And, it, and it's not on the 31st floor of, uh, of a building <laughs> in Tyson's backyard. I just let the dogs run outside. There you go. See, nice. so yeah, it was it was um a lot easier. I feel like than a lot of my fellow NFL friends stories mm -hmm. because most people yes. are just you know all over the place but I said we lucked out because we signed a couple years here and I'm like okay we're not I'm not about to we actually the, the house we bought I said I hope one day that we can like literally rent it out to other players mm -hmm. I was like, because I'm like so many people only want to live in a home or, or I'll take that back so many other people really only want to live where they're playing for a few months of the year you know basically that playing time but yeah. the a fully furnished house like it doesn't happen so i'm like that's why even us we did the apartment last year and i'm like it never felt like home I'm like this mm -hmm. isn't home like we never hung up a photo on the wall like nothing so i'm like this is such a family home that i said one day i hope you know once he retires that we can rent it out for those months to players because it truly is like a family home that some yeah. so i want to get a little bit into your background in that um I think I've seen you compare yourself to uh, Cheryl from Remember the Titans, right? Wasn't that the, the daughter <laughs> of Coach yeah. Jones? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, so That's that was cool. your upbringing. So you, so you knew probably from the time you were 10 years old that the NFL was going to be your life, and, and here it is. Was it kind of – is it kind of pre-planned in your head this whole time that this was going to be your life? It's weird because, like I said, I uh, I started going to Bears games when I was three. Like my grandfather was one of the longest season ticket holders in history. So I'm like, football was uh, I just it felt like it was in my blood. You know, my dad was a football yeah. coach, and um, it's funny. I actually hated offensive linemen growing up. I <laughs> my favorite position their defensive ends. Like, Makes sense now. And somehow I ended up with this offensive tackle and now I'm just watching defensive ends to go against him all the time. But, um, you know, throughout, I really, at one point in my life, um, I said, I, I dated, a, you know, a football player in college and I was like, I will never date an athlete again. I was like, there's what no position was it? Uh, he played, uh, gosh, oh, defensive end. Why did I say that? I'm like, <laughs> right. of course. Okay. So um, I said I would never do it again because I'm like their schedules are ridiculous and like I just feel like you have to like really it's it's a job like you take care of them and I I tell people all the time like it might sound funny but I'm like not everyone's built to do this like yeah. you know, it's a Seriously. life that people don't understand how lonely it is um, you know there's yes there are so many amazing perks but I'm like. This man leaves every day by 6.30. He doesn't get home till 5 at night. He barely gets to see the kids during the season, you know, let alone me. I'm like, he gets home even last night. I'm like, could we just watch the football game, please? Like, yeah. so that's me. I'm really like, I tell him all the time, I can't wait till he just retires and I can just be like, actually talk about what I want to say because I'm like, I have to like bring it in. So, but I'm like yesterday watching games and I was like, clearly, I've always been a big Geno Smith fan. So I was just like thriving during the first half of that game. So I'm like, mm -hmm. this guy's going crazy right now. And he just laughs at me. He thinks I'm 
hilarious. And he's like, fine, let's watch film. So like I'm over there like looking at his film. He's like, what do you see here? You know, and I'm like, that's really what our nights are like. So I'm like, your life is it's it's different. I'm like, yeah, one day once he retires, but I'm like, right now, I'm like, it's uh, you know, like not for the faint of heart. Like, you know, I'm like, that's definitely I tell people all the time. I'm like, fans can turn off the game on Sunday. And if they don't want to think about it, they don't have to. I you have do. to think about it. like we come home and I'm like, our lives revolve around football and it's it's hard for it not to. Um because mm-hmm. their are just so short. So I'm like, a lot of people don't like that. I know people are laughing at you know Tom Brady and his wife right now. They're like, Oh, she doesn't want him to play. I'm like, it's a lot. Like yeah. <laughs> her husband. So mm-hmm. um, but it's fun and I look at it that one day he's gonna retire and now I think I'll end up going into coaching. So I'm like, I'm probably really stuck in football forever. But, um, you know, like, hey, you guys, like your I, kids coming up too. they're going to be in football. So I think it was I, I somewhere either some some God or someone made sure that I was like, football is going to be my life. I actually I really wanted to be a sports agent, but I think I'm way too sensitive for all of that. So, you know, <laughs> I guess this was the next best thing. So. Yeah. Well, let's talk about one of those things that uh, you got going on in your life outside of football, which is being an executive director. What is that like? You mentioned having your meetings in the morning. You know, this is, you know, that's a big undertaking uh, to do that on top of being the mom of those three daughters of yours and uh, all the things that you talked to, you know, about Charles and, and then also you're going for your doctorates. But what? let's focus on that executive director role, you know, what are you the executive director of and what is it that, uh, you know, why is that important to you? So um, we run an organization called Beyond the Entertainer. Uh, it focuses on showing that there's more to the athlete than meets the eye. Mm-hmm. So it started back in um, 2020 uh, and COVID had just hit. So our original plan said this nonprofit that provided mentorship for children from underserved communities who did not get the opportunities that, um, you know, other children got or more so teenagers. So, and what I mean by that is um, when actually when Charles and I met, um, he's like, you have literally worked for like every pro team in Chicago. How? I was like, oh, I made this connection. I made this connection. And he's like, I never had those opportunities. So he's from Oakland, California. And I, I grew up and, you know, I'm like, I have a super small high school and everything. They were all about trying to make sure that, you know, we were making the connections and networking and doing this and that. And he's like, He's like, I, I just never got that. And I was like, I would love to be able to provide like, you know, mm-hmm. basically these kids who want to get into sports, show them that there's more to than just the athlete. There's more than being a professional athlete, because let's be real, like that doesn't happen very often. So showing, you know, the nutritionists and the personal trainers and the athletic trainers and the you know front office staff and community relations and like giving them all those opportunities. Well, then COVID happened and we're like, wow, we can't do this in person right now. We pulled back the reins a little bit. And something that Charles and I have always been super passionate about is just paying it forward in the community. So we kicked it off with uh, Leno Claus for the first time. And um, we worked with all 20 different organizations in the community, um, just giving back to them and helping spread awareness about their organizations and then adopted a bunch of families. And then it kind of just started expanding from that. So we basically developed different partnerships with different other nonprofits to help spread awareness using Charles platform. Um, and then, so our mentorship program is kicking off for real now at the end of this year. 
Um, but we have some really cool things coming up. Um, and yes, I'm the executive director, but I also wear all the hats. Like I do everything. I don't have any staff that any floor, anything wow. um, with our organization. So I'm one of those people that if I have staff, that means any money I raise, I have to pay them. So I don't pull a paycheck from our from our foundation because I want to give it all back to the community. So that's what nice. we're all about. Um, so we have we actually today I had a meeting. Um, we're going to partner up with an awesome organization out in the DMV and you know start tackling world hunger. So that's our new thing. Nice. Um, Love to see it. So yeah, I was like, it, it's it's such a rewarding thing to do. Um, but I'm all about. I think a lot of times people work in nonprofits because they want the feel good aspect of things, which is awesome. But I'm like, we want to actually make a change. Like I'm not here just to you know throw money at something and say, oh, good luck. You know, mm -hmm. I'm like, we want to you know like at the end of the day, tackling world hunger. I'm like, world hunger should be something that should have already been solved. Like the fact that it is an issue right now is ridiculous. So I'm like mm -hmm. being able to know that we can hopefully start to take the right steps to help, you know, fix that problem, even if it's in a small area is like what we're all about. So, um, that's that's that great awesome. beyond beyond the uh entertainer uh great things i know you guys partnered a little bit with the hog farmers as well in, in some regards G great things love what you're doing and, and that's awesome about you know you know making sure minimal admin fees so a lot of that money goes directly mm -hmm. to those those uh those companies love to love to hear it. all right jen i got a question put you on the spot again Oh, no. <laughs> what's up? Uh, least ideal slash favorite thing about being the wife of an NFL football player. Okay, least and okay, they kind of tie in to each other. I mean, it yeah. does. It's the same. My least okay. favorite and my favorite, the fan. Okay. The mm. fan. Like, don't like we're Amen. in Chicago. Amazing, like you know, great community. Like the city's awesome. Good food. Fans, for the longest time, they loved Charles. And then we had one bad year in 2019 where he may have had, like, 13 penalties. So, you know, it's a rough year. And I, when I tell you that people literally send me death threats, I'm like, That's I don't know. I'm That's like, what? crazy. I'm like, people, like, I got with our first child, and I had somebody message me and tell me they hoped that the doctor dropped my baby on their head. Mm -hmm. And I was like, like, because my husband had a false start. Like, what? oh my god, <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's that's really sad. I'm not trying to laugh, but like, that's no, just atrocious. And at the time, like, when I was younger, like, it really affected me. Like, I really right. like took part as I've gotten older. I think it's comical. And luckily, I'm Washington, you know, knock on wood, but he's been doing great. So, I'm like, fans have been amazing out here. Oh, I always yeah. laugh because I'll see fans bashing fans to one another. I'm like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm like, they're great, you know, but yeah, yeah. I think that's. Chicago, there's, I'll say, every fan base has their bad apples. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm not saying Chicago has a bad fan base at all because there's so many people. I can't tell you the amount of messages I get daily from Bears fans like, we miss you guys so much or we wish Charles was mm -hmm. here. Like, the amount of people that ask if they could buy me a shot when we play, they're like, you're coming to the game, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you guys like me now more that I'm gone. No, <laughs> but <laughs> um, it's it really comes down to that because I'm like the fans really do make the game and I try to be just like my normal self. Like people are just like, oh, you engage with us so much. I'm like because I am a fan of the game too. I was gonna like, say we appreciate that because 
No, a lot I'm of players' like, wives are like they feel like they're too good to interact with the public or the crazy. fans. But I talked about you. I'm like, I think it really comes down to, you know, maybe I'm biased, but offensive linemen are the best. So they're just like the most chill. The big old teddy bears. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like I am, you know, I'm like, this is us. Like, here we are. Like, you know, I'm like, yeah, some days I have 12 loads of laundry to do. And some days I'm on top of everything. But I'm like, I'm literally a normal human being. So I tell women that all the time. I'm like, don't get so like lost in your husband's identity. Because once he mm. retires, like he's already going to struggle. Like, losing your career and you know hopefully it's because he chooses to step away but i'm like a lot of guys have that identity crisis after you know you play for so long i'm like you both can't lose yourselves like who's gonna keep it together so i try to tell people that all the time and give that little piece of advice but i'm like but yeah at the end of the day fans they're great sometimes they're bad but most of the time they're great <laughs> yeah so like at the end of a game like the, this this past week when when carson wentz was only uh, hit like four times, none of them by someone that Charles was blocking, right? But then he comes home, right? And he's probably riding high, like, man, I just had a fantastic game. We won. And then what he walks in the door, and then you're like, here's a three-year-old, here's a two-year-old. Let's come back down to this level right here and and, and get back to normal life again right oh, and, um, he didn't even get to get home because i take all the kids <laughs> to the game with me so yeah. I yes. I said, you come meet me here he literally pushed the stroller out of the stadium so, <laughs> as he should uh, yeah good to right? see i know we get in the car and he's like i'm hurting this and that and you know and i'm like all right and one kid's throwing food this way his face i'm like i'll tell you a drink when you're home I'm like yeah i'm like no one's taking baths. I'm like, just go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> so are you going to be traveling this year? Because the last couple of years, there hasn't been a whole lot of travel. Well, I assume there hasn't been a whole lot of travel. Are you going to be traveling to the away games this year? I'm only going to Chicago. As of That's the nice. only one. Yeah. I, it's a lot to fly with my oh, kids. Yeah. It's a lot to I fly already, with one. one <laughs> I already struggle a lot on game days as it is. Cause I really, I watch the game. So Luckily, my sister actually lives in Fairfax, which isn't too far from us. Um, her husband's in the Marines, so she moved out here with him just about a month ago. So she comes to the games with me now. So um, Auntie is on baby duty because I'm like, I have to watch I gotta it. Focus. Like, I'm one of those people. I'm like, what happened? Like, literally, there was a play and ended up Charles ended up getting tripped. So he was on the ground, right? He was like on his knee. And I'm like over here taking notes on my phone, like what happened on the second series with three minutes to go. Mm -hmm. I'm like, and then clearly I'll go back and watch film with him and see. But like I have literally like written down like what's going on. So That's yes, I'm dope. a cheerleader, but oh yeah, fans think that they're hard on players. I'm like, you ain't got nothing on me. I was gonna say you're, you're additional O line coach is what you yeah. are. <laughs> I was gonna say it's I'm like, can can I come shadow Masco? Like, come on. Because <laughs> they compared you to the remember the Titans' daughter. So I was going to say, like, are there any instances where you come home? Like, after a loss, is there a certain amount of minutes have to go by before you approach him to say, like, you know, well, you could like, what, like, how, how's it yeah, like yeah, in, the, the, in the home the after period. a loss? Yeah, I do the a grace period. sandwich. So I text him. <laughs> I give him a good, and then I critique him, and then I finish it with a good. Yeah. Oh, okay. The winner or loss. I like nice. that. Um, I actually had a coach in Chicago at one point come and tell me that I was too hard on Charles because he must have went <laughs> off. 
No, you're not hard enough on him. Like you gotta be hard on him. Yeah, got gotta grow. We, that's, so that's, cool. so, that's what he likes. Like you'd rather have a coach that was hard on him than you know. Right. Like, oh. yeah. yeah, you gotta get that. Got get gotta get that good feedback. Uh, we can definitely Stoner and I know. I know we can appreciate. It. I'm sure Trev can as well. So oh, sure. Stoner's retired Air Force. Uh, I'm currently active duty, about to retire. So yeah, that that kind of feedback is is necessary. Like here's the good thing you did. Here's the thing we need to work on right here. Uh, but really, you did a good on this as well. So you got to got to sandwich that a little bit. Uh, one of the this diaper that's next after it. So <laughs> <laughs> <He's a baby. laughs> one of the other aspects it seems that you've kind of taken on is that you know we obviously are a mom of uh, of your children and a little bit to, to Charles as well. But it seems like you've kind of taken on that motherly role within the the wives as well and kind of taking care of especially some of the younger ones that are maybe new to the nfl what's the family like as far as you know with the teammates and and the other uh other players and and moms so it's funny i've always had the nickname since uh college as mama jen i've always like taken care of so i what? live with me and two other girls and i was a year older than both of them and you know Saturday night and someone drank too much, like who was taking care of them? It was me. And I think it just really stuck with me in Chicago. It was, uh, it was definitely, you know, my role because I was the one that was from there. So kind of just like fell into my lap, like in Chicago. Cause it was like, Oh, what doctor's office do we go to? Or where is this? You know, or like, what's the best restaurants or who do I contact for that? And then, uh, I got out here and I realized that there really was no one like that here. I'm like, wait, mm. like all teams don't have, have who I was mm. you know? um and I was just like this is really strange and so I became really close with Sarah um Chase really his wife and you know she's like we've been here for six years and she's like there's just been so much turnover that she was like there's no one that's really like that and so uh me and her kind of you know buddied up and clearly I, I think it happened because you guys didn't know she basically delivered my third child since yeah, my nice. husband um so we got real close real fast and um we teamed up with each other and even we went to the team and we're like you know a lot of us that come with children to the games we're not like if i was going as a normal fan to a game i'm not taking a baby and two toddlers to a game like mm -hmm. anytime i see little kids there i'm like good for you because i'm like Absolutely. <laughs> um so you know we went to them and i'm like you know i never want to ever come off as like an entitled individual but i'm like can we get a little like exception as the family, you know, cause I leave for game days at eight 30 in the morning. I'm not getting home till seven at night. So I'm like, mm -hmm. this is a long day with no naps for children. So, mm -hmm. you know, me and Sarah, we teamed up together and went to the team and got, got us a few little perks. We have like a family room now and we're able to bring um, clear backpacks into the stadium and we can bring a stroller into the stadium. And, you know, so I think that just being it's weird to say, but being the old person on the team, like I feel like it's my duty, and I talk to Charles about that all the time to like help these young, you know, these young girls. Because so many people, like I said, they get caught up in this lifestyle that they think we're supposed to be living. And I'm like, mm -hmm. see, I'm like, you know, it's funny because a lot of people in the NFL, yeah, you make good money, but I'm like, not everybody is making what you think. And I'm like, a lot of times you fall in as a rookie to this lifestyle that I'm like, you can't maintain that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I laugh. 
tell people all the time. I'm like, I am all about going to TJ Maxx. Like, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually going to be in your lightning round, Walmart or Target, and then I forgot. I'm a Maxx But I'm like, that is that's really what it's all about. You know, I'm like just showing them that you don't have to change who you are to like fit this NFL wife life. I actually tell people all the time, like, I laugh at any girl, and I don't care who sees this. I'm like, well, if you put NFL wife in your bio of something like what are you doing like you know i'm like yeah i was like at the end of the day is that how you know i got connected to you guys of course but i'm like there's so much more to me than just being an nfl wife it's you know so i just think though like i said being in the league and this being year nine for charles like just trying to yeah like you said like i feel like yeah i am that mom you know for people but i'm like i would much rather a girl have me to lean on you know or mm-hmm. or anything that they need like i'm just i just want to help people so it's kind of like charles got named a captain right and i'm like he's mm-hmm. just the most helpful person and i like i think i really wore off on him because i'm like that's me i'm like I one. <laughs> so i think that just you know i try to help everyone and be that shoulder because there's, there's a lot of tears during football season so mm-hmm. i'm like be that shoulder you can cry on or laugh mm-hmm. with or whatnot so i was gonna yeah can you kind of dive dove into that so my last question for you is if you have like the biggest piece of advice on someone in your position as a newly nfl wife or a new mom or both at the same time what would be the advice to give to someone who's trying to become mm-hmm. someone like you biggest piece of <laughs> advice is um still and i i mean i tell this even to like new moms i'm like take care of yourself and what i mean by that is like make sure like for me my with my first child clearly it was covid my second child i went into like a severe like postpartum anxiety and started getting a depression because clearly i was in a new area and by myself and i was like oh i can't hire help or i can't bring my kids to school i have to do it all by myself and i realized that like you can't be the best version of yourself for your, you know, husband or your friends or your children if you're not taking care of yourself. Um, and I think that in the league, a lot of times people, like I said, they get wrapped up into what they should be doing and whatnot. But I'm like, mm-hmm. just staying true to yourself and making sure, you know, you're sticking to your routine and making sure that, you know, I remember Charles sitting me down in like 2000, it probably was like 2015. He's like, don't change. And he's like, I like you for you. And like, I mean, when he met me, I worked a lot. Like you guys think I work now. I'm like, I worked for uh, the Chicago Bulls. And yeah, I might have like, I when I tell you that game day is there, there's a lot more basketball games than football games. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, I also worked part time at Starbucks because I worked there forever and I just couldn't give it up. And then I was also dating this man. So I'm like, my hours were ridiculous because I lived an hour away from work. So I would mm-hmm. leave it in the morning too for work and not get home till midnight and do the whole thing again you know so i think that his biggest thing was like never change like who you are you know and um mm-hmm. so i think that that's my biggest thing i'd share with anyone and like i said that doesn't have to be in the nfl it's just like don't change who you are you don't have to change for anybody like people are you're gonna find your group you know and like that's mm-hmm. life and like i said i yeah do i end up always probably getting along with the offensive line girls the most because we're like Come over with your hair up in leggings and a hoodie. <laughs> Let's hang out. But I'm not trying to get all dressed up to go sit in someone's living room to watch a football game. Like, be comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. That's just me. So I think just sticking to who you are. And, hey, if you are that person that likes to get dressed up and do whatever, like, <laughs> don't let all of us that want to be. Right. Yeah, you, you do you. Yeah. Do you. You're designer, girl. I'll support you, you know. So, and I think, you know just showing people that you don't have to judge anybody for, you know, we're all 
in the same position, um, this is, I guess, a second piece of advice, is realizing that there's no, when it comes to football, like, yes, there's different teams and we compete against each other and whatnot, but at the end of the day, like, women to women, like, there's no competition there. Like, we are all, football is family, and there's always going to be a woman who has gone through the exact same thing that you have gone through. So I'm like, you don't need to have clicks. You don't need to do any of that. I'm like, because it's, let the men compete. I'm like, we're, we're all, <laughs> exactly. all so. You're very inspiring, Jen. You're yeah, very, you yeah. really are. You really are. We, we didn't even that. get to the doctor. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of those things, last question, and then we'll let you go, is uh, you know, you talked a little bit about self-care there. Now, part of the self-care that you're providing uh, for those uh, wives is some baked goods. What's on the menu this week? Yeah, I mean, we, we like baked, we like baked goods. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I literally, you know, I can't like I, I have like media people that were like, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm like, no. So I have to say, so like I said, I don't know if you guys saw in Chicago, the same coach that said that I was too hard on Charles. His wife is the one who baked the cookies for the offensive no. line, and every week she would bake um, cookies if they won. It was the same cookies the next week. If they mm. lost, you change it. Change so, it. because we won, I have to make scotcheroos, um, which if you don't know, it's like a peanut butter rice krispie treat with a chocolate and butterscotch like topping to it. They're so good. Yeah, I'm about to send you my address after this interview. Yeah, yeah. I've so. never had it, but I will this weekend, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, me okay. too. Yeah. I I'm just hoping she's making scotcheroos for the next 17 weeks. <laughs> week three. In Philly, we need those for Philly. So, yeah. So I was like, we're we're doing scotcheroos, and uh, we ma I made these. It's like a cookie on the bottom has like a layer of Oreos and then brownie on top. So um, that's your so favorite. That's Stoner's favorite. <laughs> oh well, I made those for the first time, so they loved them. And then I did monster cookies, which is just like peanut butter, M and M's, and oatmeal. So. I guess I, uh, sorry, sorry, Zach Selby. Looks like we got a new big good person in town. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, that's absolutely awesome. You know, Jen, we want to bring him to the tailgates. I'm like, okay, guys. I was like, now that I, I was like, the, the game on the 25th, I can do it because now I can mentally prepare for it. <laughs> gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> well, we appreciate you taking again the time out of your busy day. Everybody, this is Jen Leno, Executive Director for Beyond the Entertainer, Mama of Three Girls. Uh, she's a doctorate student. And again, you might know her because she happens to be married to a left tackle for the Washington Commanders. But we'll yeah. we'll talk to Charles some other time. This time it's it's uh he is Jen Leno's husband. Let's yes. make sure we get that right. He likes that. He he uh he left y'all say. He laughs at training camp when people are like, Jen, can I take a picture with you? And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I can't tell you the amount of people that come up to me and be like, your wife on Twitter. And I'm like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's <laughs> a good thing. We appreciate is, that. We yeah. definitely, I think most of the fans will have to say that we appreciate having somebody down to earth to interact with. And we've had a great time here with you, uh, Miss Leno. Uh, we mm -hmm. have a, a joke, inside joke with the Leno thing. So, but uh, thank you, Jen. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. You can totally say it when you when you came to the team. I was pronouncing your name as Len, like a French person would. I never just said <laughs> Leno. I was like Leno. Leno. I apologize. Little inside baseball there. Little inside joke. But we do appreciate you jumping on here with us on Ref the District. This has been after the whistle, and until next. time, Mm -hmm. Be a fan.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.